we will decide who comes to this country and the circumstances in which they come. Award knighthoods in the Order of Australia to Prince Philip. I will not be lectured about sexism and misogyny by this man. I will not. The successful candidate was Scott Morrison. It's all about me and him. No, Prime Minister, it's about the Australian people. G'day Australia, it's G'day Sausages, the hugest and most professional podcast on the Australian federal election put out from anywhere in the known universe. Yeah. Or a bunker near the little shops. And, and if you want evidence, just ask us, we'll tell you. Definitely most professional. I've got all, I've got all the numbers, I've got all the data. I was going to say, you peer reviewed each other, so. More importantly. I was just peer reviewing myself before we started. Who are you? I'm, Who CJ, are you? I'm CJ Josh. I'm Matt Roddle. And I'm Will Grant. Told you, most professional. Look, everyone knows, listener, there's four sleeps to go in this election campaign. So the wheels have fallen off the campaign bus. The wheels have fallen off the podcast trolley. Everything's going to pot and... We're doing pot? We got pot? (laughs) Can we? Finally, a real podcast. Not today, listener. He doesn't know what to do. (laughs) He's like, my God, illegal drugs, I don't care. Oh, no, no, no. But potentially, after the election, it could become legal drugs, given uh, some of the... When the Greens are in charge? When the Greens are in charge, under uh, Adam Bant government. Uh, Or is it Richard Di Natale? I can't tell him apart. No, he's in the Senate, so he can't be Prime Minister. How do you know it's him? How do you know that's not Adam Bent? I can't tell. You can't tell them apart. No, no. I can't. We've had Rod and I've talked about yeah. this before. We still can't tell. They're the just look same person. Clean cut Melbourneites. You ever yep. seen him in the same room at the same time? Nope. I have, but I still can't tell them apart. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I said before it's four sleeps to go, so we're getting into the the final phases of this campaign. Oh. Everyone seems tired, and maybe we're locked into what we're doing. Everyone, everyone has voted by now. I think everyone. Uh, listen, Some twice. Listener, you're probably the only person left to vote. Um, but other than that, uh, yeah. So there's a lot of pre-polling as that close of books. You know, the, uh, what was it? Day before Easy yesterday, words. Easy two po- two point six million people had voted, and they reckon about four hundred thousand voted yesterday. So we're up to three mil. So that's like six. No way. Sixteen percent. And I had a look, and if we keep going the way we're going, and they usually do build up quite significantly as you get closer to polling days, people go, go oh my God, I've got to vote, and I don't want to line up uh, or whatever. So, God, you know, Australian. we're going to hit about, I reckon 20, I wouldn't be surprised if it was about 23% of people no, vote. N- no before. sausages. Make your own sausage, as uh, listener James Cahill uh, <laughs> yes. did, made their own sausages and tweeted it to us, which is a very patriotic act. For an American. Well, he's a he's a dual uh, person. We don't allow that around here. And so he's allowed a sausage. Australian, um, so you're American, mate. Which is it? Yeah, he's a, he's allowed a sausage. Okay. But I did I did listen to an interesting uh, one of our fellow studio mates here um, did a podcast covering the the tradition of uh, sausages and voting. Seems to be fairly unique around the world, and and there were people not worrying, but saying, is there a loss in that tradition? Oh, I'm that still trying to get over the fact that she fucking cheated on us. And no, didn't that tell wasn't us till me. That was, that was another one. That was a different podcast. Oh, so you don't you admit it? <laughs> okay, oh, <yeah>. sprung. <laughs> okay, um, big news in the last few days since our last um, launch. Obvious, uh, our last launch, our, our last, last podcast <laughs> has been the liberal launch. 
Uh, yes. Whatever you want, straight talking podcast. Yeah, mm-hmm. liberal launch. Okay, held on Mother's Day in Victoria, and it was well and truly the ScoMo show. They had. Oh, it wasn't John Howard there. Uh, uh, no. So hang on, just to just to clarify, on the held on Mother's Day, you're not allowed to do politics on Mother's Day. Is no. that like Anzac no, Day? No, no, it's okay yep. to it's okay to do it. It's just kind of problematic for the Liberal Party when they have such an issue with women and women oh, not being okay. in their cabinet. Oh, I'll name and one issue. All these types of things. So. Yep. That w- it was a but little this is their bereft. reaching out. This, they held it on Mother's Day they to did. show mothers that they care. Fixed. We, fixed. The we, woman problem fixed in the Liberal Party. Well, we had um, we got ScoMo's mother and ScoMo's wife, who is also a mother, up on the stage hey, that's to good. introduce Are they both him. women? From what I could tell, but, yeah. you know, that's the choice they make. What do you, what do you feel about yeah. them? I, I, I get very much the spouse introducing someone, you know, and say, this is, this is a person I, I trust that he does the dishes. Getting your mother to introduce <laughs> you. Wait, who's doing the dishes in this story, Will? It was really awkward. I, I don't know, whatever, but, but, but your mother to introduce you. I really and then funny. He, and then he That's comes, weird. He's my little boy. And I'm so he, proud of him. Yeah, he's prime minister, but not really. <laughs> I don't so know she didn't have an accent, but... Um, yes, you she know. did. Australian is an accent. All, all mothers in Rod's mind have that accent. Yeah, that's true. No. <laughs> So she comes up and, and then and then Scomo goes up to the microphone afterwards with the the you know thunderous applause of the Both. very in t- tiny tiny crowd that were there. How tiny? Uh, very tiny. Like half the auditorium was empty. It oh, was, that's the it, trick, it, isn't it? it? Book a really big bad. place and don't no, fill it. But they photographed that during the toilet break. Obviously, oh, everyone. Yeah, yeah. Every, it had been. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, they I saw it a fu- lot of times, and a lot of people had who were there have commented on how why on earth even Graham Morrison. But as Scott Morrison said, it's not about who's there; it's about who's listening. So. No, he said it was about him. Also, oh, okay. there was a, there was a spate of dysentery in Victoria, so <laughs> it's entirely possible they were mostly in the toilets. Well, it probably yeah it was related, but he, he got up to the microphone and he goes, "So how good's mum?" Oh, and you're like, "What are we supposed to do with that? We we don't know her. No, she seems like a nice at what? Yeah, yeah. I mean, no one's gonna diss that, really. Yeah, no, no one's gonna diss it, but it's also like, who who goes? How good's my mum? She's, she's the same person who makes a joke plus. and then says, "Did you hear that? I made a joke. Did you get it? It was oh funny. Did you get it, my joke? Did you hear it?" Just awful. Any, anyway. So, so it was all the Scott Morrison show. It was all. It was the Scott Morrison show, and they ran at one stage. They just ran three liberal ads, like just just ran really? ads that are on telly. Nice. They, they had no content. They don't um, need content. They, they had no content. There were there were. Um, then they ran this really awkwardly long segment of Scott and Jenny Morrison, like on... What were they doing? Talk, <laughs> it wasn't that bad. Oh, it was almost that bad, actually. Um, you you know, in, Individual uh, shots of them talking about each other and how he, when he and how he proposed. Is this like in the Big Brother house or something like that? It was. It <laughs> like was. They're sitting in the chair and they have to... Sitting in the, you know, separately. I really separately. don't know if Scott likes me. I don't know if Scott likes me and all that. Anyway, the sound... What is your favourite holiday? Oh, I'd like to go to the pub and watch the sharks. I'd like to go to Disneyland. <laughs> oh, shit. We got an embarrassment. It was. And it was also just the worst sound ever. Quali- on a, on sound a quality. 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 It was like someone had, they'd gone, oh, yeah, we better do this and we'll just get a couple of iPhones and do it, which you they can. They should have done it on do vinyl because it's way warmer and that would have made him much more saleable. So it was all muffly in that. And then. This is this is because you're watching it with Craig and Craig's no, no, sitting no, there. No, no, he being, wasn't being home. Being oh, Good okay. God, no, he won't watch Craig, for those two me. people who are listening, is a sound engineer. <laughs> no, no, it, the sound was dreadful. And uh, so then, it, but it just kept going. 
and it kind of came to points where you where I thought well, that would have been a good place enough to stop now. it. That's yeah. like that's yeah. enough and not um, that would have been a kind of high point and a coming together of the two narratives and that would be good. But no, they went on. Then they went into um, how they had to pray because they couldn't um, oh. she couldn't conceive. Oh, and, okay, not, not the audience. No, 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 no. I'm thinking by that stage they're praying too, like, God, get me God, out get of here. God, get me out of here. And then it just oh, kind of got God, a little bit terrible. too awkward because it went into... Then. A, and I don't know if it was meant to make the whole situation more uh, relatable um, into their infertility problems, but all I could think of was ScoMo having sex, and so that didn't it's, work very well It's a clear well implication if you're saying you're not conceiving that you are. Unless, unless you don't know how to do it. Then that, that could be the I'm problem. just glad yes. I'm not the only person who all I can think about is Skoma having sex. You've made me feel a lot better. It no, no, no guaranteed. Awful. Everyone, 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 about everyone there now? in the audience was sitting there thinking about the ways that Scott Morrison attempted to achieve making baby. Anyway, Everybody knows anyway, it's always missionary. Well, they had two... As Jesus intended. Exactly. As, and, and then we cut to the chase and they had two babies. So there you go. Right there? Because they prayed so hard. Does, oh, does, is no, that how it works? Uh, <laughs> we overprayed, sweetheart. <laughs> Look, I did feel... <laughs> We only wanted one. We only Fuck wanted it, one. Damn prayer. it! God, <laughs> could you take one back? Is that it, a thing? It was. Look, I did feel sorry for her because she, but it, it was kind of odd because she said, "Then I had all this, uh, you know, exploratory surgery, and they found out I had endometriosis and that, and, and that's a sh- that is a shit disease. I've, I've had, yes. it, got it, you know, and it is crap. But it's sort of like, wow, you had to have surgery for your. F- I don't know. Anyway, was it was before just or after the conception, it. the miraculous. That before, yeah. So I don't know. But this got made, made Scott Morrison obviously uh, oh, a relatable, a relatable human. Oh, but there was so a, a great big chunk of it was on either the liberal ads or that clip, and then ScoMo came wow. out, and it went for it must have I worked out it must have gone for a one, one hour thirty eight at least minutes yeah. because I put a load of washing on at the beginning. <laughs> And my coloured cycle takes an hour and 38 to go through. <laughs> it's a front loader. Are you allowed and to call it a coloured cycle? I, I believe so. Okay. It, did, it, it was indicated on okay, the I'm little dial. And, um, and they were still going. And I was just like, oh, for God's sake, I've got to hang the washing out. You know. And, yeah, Jesus, mate, think of the little man. Yeah. Okay. Did they, did they talk about anything <gasps> beyond Scott Morrison um, and his uh, intercourse? Or a policy escaped. A poli- a poli- they let Whoa. a policy out. What was that? Well, I, I just heard, and I'm going to. I'm sorry, Dennis Atkins, but I'm going to steal this from you because it was just so. It was just such a great uh, description of. It was like they'd gone to the Mother's Day event, and then turned to each other and gone, "You've got the present." Oh no, nobody's uh, got the present. Uh, <laughs> uh. Oh shit! What do we do? I know. Ten percent, you know, five percent, uh, you, you know, deposits on homes. Okay, let's do that. What do we reckon, Mum? Mum, cool. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, Mum reckons it's cool, so we'll do that. And and wow. It hasn't. It's, it's come out today that this uh, for five. It's it's a guarantee of fifteen uh, percent for first home buyers, so that they can have a five percent deposit to get them over that twenty percent that you need for mortgage insurance. So it's There's a government government backed guarantor. It's a scheme. guarantor thing. There was a lot of percentages in that. I know. I need a whiteboard. I know. But um, slow down, science communicator. Anyway, I I think it's a bullshit um, policy and Labor adopted it in a minute because... Because it's a bullshit policy. Well, I just thought that was dumb as well, but... um, I'll see your dumb and cancer with the same dumb. Yeah, but then... Well, well, also, we'll we'll do it as well and we'll talk about that after the election. And it's it's capped at like 10,000, you know, all this... Capped at 10,000? Yeah. Yeah. And where's the house in Australia where 10,000... No, 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 10,000 people, like, purchases. 10,000 purchases 
and then it's going to be like, and then I'll prioritise regions. So it's got caveat upon caveat upon caveat upon caveat. What could go wrong? What could go wrong? And also you're going into a market that's, the prices are going down. The chances of locking in someone to pay back a loan that is greater than the value of the property. Isn't that cool? We're going to borrow 500000 and now it's worth four. At least the government supported me. It's such it's a silly thing. Yeah, but any anything in this sort of space, like that, there is a purpose to the whole not giving loans to people who haven't saved that much or mortgage insurance. It's it's a management are of risk. Su- are you trying yeah. to suggest you shouldn't give money to people I, who I'm can't not, pay it oh back? No, look, what we, I'm saying is government taking on risk for for other people is not necessarily a sensible. It's position. not a sense, and especially yeah. in in such a, a a market where we know there is you know such strong supply and demand and all sorts of different factors in that, but also people who People will get excited and think, that's great, we've got that amount of money saved and that, and they just don't realise all the extra costs that come when it, you buy a house. Is like, this potentially canny politics, though, of, uh, of a, a niche group of people who maybe, say, between the age of 25 and 35, saving up for uh, or a deposit I, and, they're, and they're in that 5% to 20%? I think the age of the, the age of first home buyers is significantly higher than that now. It's okay. about 70, okay. isn't it? So, so it would include Well, I was people. 50. So. Yeah, there you go. Okay, so... So a group of people who may be um, less disposed towards the government previously, this might push not them up quite edge. as core market. Well, maybe, but it, I mean, if you, it, it's it, not going to make any difference. It's not going to make, gonna make a, no it's difference. Gonna, it, it's a spit in the bucket. It's, yep. it's, okay, it's, it's, and it, but it just go to. Sh- I think it just showed how desperate they were to. Oh my Do god, something. we haven't got a policy. Yeah. Well, they, yeah. they have announced any. that they have now announced a policy during the election. So good on go. them yeah. and congrats. Excellent stuff. Have a drink. All right. John Howard. <coughs> you could have waited till I finished. Yeah, trigger warning. Trigger warning. <laughs> Someone's crashed their car because of you. <laughs> I think it was just a sip of water. The last it. thing they're going to hear is you saying John Howard. That's it. <laughs> and boom, immortal reward. Uh, they wheeled him out. Poor bugger. He must be knackered. He's a little... He should be he knackered. Little man, now. he's a dynamo, fucking runt, he's, little rodent he's shit. He's a dynamo of been. conservatism. So he's been out in <laughs> he's been out in Moringa with Tony Abbott, which is just massively desperate. That, um, oh yeah, and God. then Dawson, which is Christensen's seat. So maybe, maybe out in Moringa with Tony Abbott will be what he does when he gets flung out of Parliament. Oh no, they, his they, own YouTube channel or something. They flew him. I over would watch to, that. Oh, so would I. <laughs> <laughs> out in Moringa with Tony Abbott. Holy fuck, there's shops. <laughs> They have doors. I've never seen a door. Have you seen these doors? God. So so Howard's in WA. They've they've flown him all the way over to WA today to to go to Hasluck because that's looking a bit dodgy. What about Ken Wyatt? They have some other um, former prime ministers they could trot out. Uh, yeah, Bill Hayden's well, looking well. No, well, no oh, wrong party. Wrong party you do. He oh, wasn't well. Prime Minister. So? How did you get on this podcast? <laughs> I know, guys. <laughs> he's the voice of the audience. <laughs> That's not fair to them. I apologise on behalf say, of our, William. Our, our, our audience ah, look. is far smarter than that. <laughs> That's true. That's true. All right. Uh, yeah, the other, prime, other former Prime Ministers, not yeah, so successful. In, Malcolm in, Turnbull. In New York. Yeah. John Hewson's yeah. a big fan. He'll go with me. Well, John Hewson just endorsed Sarah Hanson Young. Yeah. That's what I mean. Big fan. Not of his own party, his own former party. Oh, right. Okay, excellent. So that's been that. Now um, I want to turn to our favourite segment. Dump watch. (laughs) 
Uh, the Greens this time. Have they lost someone? Congratulations, Greens. Yeah, your first You've big lost, green no, dump. No, this is the second, second, second green. Second big second green dump. Second green big green dump. Um, David Paul was dumped from the seat of, uh, as a candidate for the seat of Parks um, because of joining in in Port Arthur conspiracies. And that's yeah. all I've got on that at the moment because it just happened a while ago and I just can't be bothered. You don't need details anymore. with the headline like that. He no. thinks Port Arthur, Port Arthur was a conspiracy. Yeah. Go away. Go away. Just go away. Well, there's, there are other candidates who've uh, dabbled, dabbled in Port Arthur conspiracy, <laughs> maybe even on TV. Um, and she hasn't, uh, and she hasn't walked, gone walked, away. walked out the door. So but That's because try and, try and keep track of all the conspiracies in which she has dabbled. Yeah, yeah. indeed. indeed. I can imagine the Greens say, look, that, that might be uh, not par for the course here. Whereas in one nation... Uh, Port Arthur conspiracies are fine. Par for the coits? Par for the coits? That's not par for the coits. And the libs have got one on the coit pars? on the precipice of being dumped. I feel I don't know. He'll last another twenty four hours. Who's that? Uh, is it Alan Green in, uh, in Greenway? Yeah, and there's a lot of green in the. There's in a the lot of green, green in all of that, and he um, his his thing is uh, doesn't think same sex. Couple issues about same-sex marriage, yeah. um, issues about uh, uh, same-sex couples adopting, and in fact, issues about de facto couples adopting. All oh, right, fair call. Because once you're married, that's a life-binding contract that's that is right. unbreakable mm. and makes you a perfect uh, adoptee parent. Mm. So, got to make you a good parent. It really does. It it's really amazing. Does. You get married and suddenly that's you it. understand parenting. Uh, indeed, indeed. Miraculoso. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, so that's been dump watch, but let's do okay. Uh, I don't have that's a, a quick sound, dump, wasn't I, it? I need a sound effect for no. I don't have a sound effect for going to Fiji. Who's who's taking a holiday in the we middle of the We need a little aeroplane. Haka mea ha. There we go. We we'll go a bit Hawaiian because I don't know any Fijian. Bula. Uh, someone has taken a holiday because campaigning is very hard. Oh. Uh, Clive Palmer has taken a quick holiday to Fiji. Well, you would four days out. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> well, what, maybe what the Fiji that? vote the. Maybe yeah, he big. got maybe he got sick of all the ads. <laughs> maybe he maybe. Went, I'm so sick of seeing all those bloody Clive well, Palmer. Well, he, he would be very targeted as well. Like he types in, he's, he's logged into Google Clive Palmer, and they're like, "Oh, we'll play some Clive Palmer ads for." Oh god! So poor guy, he's got to sit through them all. He's yeah. huge in Fiji. Uh, is you're there welcome. any reason why he's done that? I guess it doesn't matter if you're a billionaire, you're allowed to. He's got his yeah. own plane. He can do what he likes. He's only got one plane. I don't know. He's well. He's got his own plane. I Used to be say. cool. I hope it's one of the ones where the nose goes up and he can drive his fully stocked, you know, like SUVs and stuff out onto the tarmac. That's Thunderbird too. Why can't it be Clive? <laughs> <laughs> he wants the Titanic. He wants dinosaurs. Why not that? Oh God! How I would do that if I was a billionaire. I, ha- I would build a Thunderbird too. Hell yeah. Thank you. Hell yeah. If someone 100%. would like to make that happen for me, that would be great. It's basically done. Basically me done. Me and Elon will sort that out for you. All right. What I want to turn to now is a number of um, polls we've had, not of the entire electorate, but in different seats. So we're getting some data out there on different seats and showing uh, what might be coming up. Now, there are some who say, oh, you can't trust polls in individual seats, but screw them. Let's let's talk about them anyway. Everyone who says that sees polls, they don't agree. Okay. Two, two of the ones that I want to talk to are some Victorian blue ribbon electorate so Kuyong and Higgins yes Kuyong and Higgins Kuyong oh. Kuyong being famously blue ribbon for who who, who are our former members there oh, Menzies Menzies he was, <laughs> a, he was, was Peacock a Kuyong he was a big guy Peacock was a Kuyong yeah so a lot. opposition leaders and prime ministers yeah. uh, and uh, a bit of, uh, Josh Frydenberg now Josh Frydenberg at the moment and there's a lot of competition there from Julian Burnside who's running for the Greens and Oliver Yates who we've talked about before who's very much on climate change um, this poll was mm. came out done by it's released by the Greens, so make of that 
what you will. Okay. Um, Yong polls saying that Julian Burnside's about 21%, Josh Frydenberg's on 41%, ALP 16%, uh, Yates 9% and other 5 but an 8% undecided. And that's... Yeah, that that's not enough to change anything. Forty-one percent is is a very, is, is, is a higher than the average um, uh, first preference. So yeah. yeah, yeah, I don't think it's enough to to, to change anything thing at anything. the moment. But also, but uh, the other thing too is if you look at how many candidates are running in the pa- uh, parties and independents and things, it really will, may depend on where the preferences. Sure. Go. I think definitely. But last time, the interesting thing from that is that last time Josh Frydenberg just got in, boom, straight away over 50%. Mm, mm. So th- th- he's definitely had – and and in order for anyone else to win against him, there's two two factors, as you know, getting more votes than him but also diminishing his vote number. So Indeed, the old more votes than the other person. Well, well well, no, no, not, not try more, that. No. <laughs> First year that's been put out there by people. No, that's that's you know like, that's I mean. like <laughs> political science two oh one or something like you that. Know like what's one oh one? Oh no, no, there's a lot of basic stuff before you get to the more votes. Well, not oh, what you gotta know, right? <laughs> yes. But, 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 key thing here is obviously we're talking about uh, very blue ribbon electorates. So oh, really? obviously the fact that uh, Wentworth fell last year in a by-election, yep. um, but uh, Warringah is in the mix, Kuyong and Higgins, as we'll come to in a second, Higgins. very, very blue ribbon uh, liberal electorates and the fact that they might change either due to disgruntlement with the Liberal Party or due to demographic ch- shifts that have happened. and, and Or people growing a fucking brain and trying to vote for <laughs> stuff that matters like not blowing the world up. Or that. Call me old-fashioned. <laughs> Look at you. I know, I get tetchy about climate. He gets climate. tetchy about climate, yeah. Anything climate makes me edgy. So Higgins is the, the seat that Kelly O'Dwyer held and she retired. It. And, and Higgins has had former... Yeah. I don't know. People? People. Yeah, yeah, that guy. A yeah. lot of liberals. Wasn't yeah. Peter Costello? Peter Costello. Higgins? Oh, yeah, yeah that's yeah. it. Yeah. Um, oh, I knew something. Huh? So no. the the um, the Greens are looking, according to their polling, uh, looking much better there with a, p- a first preference for the Libs of thirty six, ALP thirty, and Greens twenty nine. Now that's oh, got some room makers, to move. Yeah. That okay. if they. The Greens have to fi- in in both c- seats. The Greens really have to finish above Labor, and then your preferences will do their work. Mm. And it's a little bit better in Higgins for the Greens, I think, because there's only six candidates and they are more likely to feed into a left-leaning leader. Mm. I I I think the interesting question there... Um, and in these sorts of seats is who? Uh, how do the preference flows work? So imagine the Greens get slightly ahead of Labor mm. there in 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 the electorate. Are uh, where are the preferences going to? Are they going to flow as traditionally to the Greens as you might expect from say Labor preferences, or are they going to be a bit more diluted because it's a blue ribbon electorate? Palmer, 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 or Palmer? Oh, I don't know. Palmer, Palmer, well, Palmer. Well, I think I think it'll be interesting in Higgins, like I said, because there's more on the left, and so there's less choice, if you like, to yeah. use your usual rights right um, targeted vote. So that they've kind of got no choice but to come back that way yeah. in a way. Mm-hmm. In Kuyong, I think if someone is voting for um, yeah, see, so I think there's, Ku- there's independence and greens in yeah, Kuyong. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think in, in Kuyong it, it's a bit different because if if you're a, being a traditional liberal voter, uh, I don't think they naturally go to vote for um, the Greens. 
I, I think they would vote for Yates before they voted for Green. And if he's only polling mm. 9%, then that doesn't show mm. that that's there. Um, mm. it, uh, but it could also be that the Greens now have a candidate that they feel has got an opportunity to win. But and, and, and he is a candidate that, that might appeal to some traditional liberal values, you know, so he's a barrister and stuff like that. So and he's yes. older. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Well, he's of that ilk, and it's his, it's his seat, and he's 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 got money, and he knows, you know, he knows and he's got brand recognition, yeah, and all those sorts of things. Yeah. Um, it's just a matter of I don't think of twenty one percent. It's enough. No, it's not. But I would look it's at it's not enough. Jason Ball in um, Higgins. Jason Bourne. Yes. Wow. Jason, <laughs> got my vote. Can I, can I just Ball. ask, Jason, Jason oh, Ball, Ball uh, VFL player? <laughs> so no, I do, can you? you you're might, that old? There might be one, but he looks about twelve to me. Yeah, what? No, but oh, okay. I, I, I've heard him described as a VFL player. Does that mean he he didn't make it into the AFL? Like he that's the junior it. leagues or something like that? It, I just want to oh. know. VFL was what AFL was when was, I was nine. Yeah. Yeah. It's just state based. It's not yeah. like it, it. It used to be VFL, SANFL. We'd managed to keep it contained, but it spread. But it spread. Don't worry about it, man. It turned into AFL. I don't know why. Yeah, I've got no idea why you'd brag about being a VFL player. But <laughs> oh, I don't either. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't brag. I wouldn't. <laughs> Look, it's more. It's more um, FL than I certainly have played. So hats off to Jason. <laughs> And, and more than Rod has played, so they're fair enough. Uh, yeah. I tried it in primary school. But, but, but when you were talking about <laughs> polls like before, it. we had the last news poll for the campaign came out and it was still on 51.49, but I think the there was a little bit of a shift in the mm. preferred Prime Minister. Um, Turnbull went down one point. And Turnbull, good. Yeah, good. Yeah, he's still going down. He's, he's, he's going down and Shorten went up by four points. I don't think Turnbull's running. But he's still only uh, – oh, Turnbull's shit, Just been sorry. fussy. Morrison. Particularly you want, uh, like Jimmy Carter's not doing as well either, so that's cool. <laughs> you can't blame him. Oh, dear. Yeah, sorry, Morrison. Okay, what um, I've heard different takes on the consistency of these polls. Uh, one is it's showing a consistent electorate that, that has mm. Labor in front. Another says be careful because this is all, you know, it's still quite close. Uh, oh, it's massively 51, close. 51-49 is not... It's not an electorate that has decided by 10 points or anything like that. No, that would be two points. <laughs> indeed, indeed. The math says it. Those maths I can do without but, a whiteboard. But then having so many polls in a row that say a consistent picture, is is that pointing to, okay, this is the electorate. We can be pretty confident in e- Everything we've seen, what, 48-52, 49-51, that seems to be standard. I don't imagine that haven't, haven't actually seen a 50-50. Like they've, no. they, they, all of the polls I've seen have been either the 48-52 or the 49-51. Yep. Yeah. So yep. in, that, in that small little margin. 50-50 will cause some eyebrow raise and hopefully panic enough people with a tenth of a brain not to vote for the shitheads we already have. I'm not biased. I'm just being <laughs> just observant. <honest. laughs> just observant. Yeah. I, 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 the more you get into these individual seats and like we – I think we said it on the first – or second podcast or whatever that we that we started to do that, that that each seat has so many different competing factors and yeah. and you cannot apply anyone who says there's going to be a, there's not going to be a uniform swing. It's, there ain't no national trend. No, man. there's no yeah. national trend. So no. the national poll, I don't know, it doesn't really. You called it nine hundred eleven by elections. You called that one hundred and fifty one. That's yeah. what I said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, I, and the more I look at it, I go, oh, my God, there's so many. And people say, oh, what are the key seats to watch? And it's like, well, what's your criteria? What are you, what are you looking for? Are you looking for the ones that the Libs have to hold or are you looking for the ones that the Libs are likely to lose? Or, or the, the, ones the ones that make Rod wank on the night? Yeah, and I want the insane sorry. ones and also your yeah, big losses for, but for bad But also I think people. the Libs are going to win a couple. So it's, it's you know, a like bit you different. Anymore. I know. It used to be nice. <laughs> Uh, speaking of seats to watch, we've had a couple that uh, listeners have requested. So, um, Flinders, 
Flinders. Flinders. Hang on a minute. I have to find my little bit of paper. Rob Hunt. Where's your bit of paper? Greg Hunt. Oh, that's it. Rob Minister Hunt. Minister for Hunt. Health. Chris Hunt, whatever. What are we doing? Hunt. And haven't we seen a lot of him in this campaign? Yes, he's looked really – everywhere I turned, there he isn't. There he isn't. Yeah, uh, so uh, – He's with Marissa uh, Price. Melissa – what's her name? Price. Environment Minister. Environment yeah, Minister. They hang out together. In action. Yeah, yeah. They're both she's in, she's in a line. secure location with yeah. uh, Dick Cheney, I think. <laughs> secure location with Matisse Corman, um, yeah. Michaelia Cash. Somewhere near Kabul. Um, <laughs> all of the other. You just think about all the, the, yeah. the cabinet. Talent. Cab- but this is these are cabinet <laughs> members. Yeah, they've disappeared. That are not being rolled out during an election campaign. Well, why that would they? I mean, unbelievable. That, that, that always. Oh, well, ha- oh no, terrible. never happens. That never happens. Maybe maybe this is part of the liberal effort to show that there aren't other people. You know, the, 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 I think you're right. If, if, <laughs> if, you, if you if you have other people, that could destabilize the ship. You know, yeah. look at all these potential people that'll stab. For Scott you Morrison negative Nellies yeah, who exactly. think maybe there could be some destabilization. <laughs> yeah. Impossible now because there's only uh, Scott Morrison. So having a look at Flinders. All right, that this seat is interesting. Because Julia Banks, uh, who was the Liberal member for Chisholm in Victoria. Mm. So, yeah, and, and Flinders is in South Australia. No, no, no. no it's so in Victoria next door. Oh, so it's next door. Next door, okay. yeah. Mally's in South Australia. Yeah, and no, no, Mally's, no, Mally's yeah, in no, Victoria. No, we know that now. We know that now. I know. You were seeing if I could remember. Um, Geography test. That's where Turnbull's running. Um, oh, God. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, leave her alone, man. I was going to say. Okay. Um, so, Julia Banks. Resigned from the Liberal Party, sat on the crossbench until the election was called, and is now running against her f- why, former why colleague. Why has she moved se- moved seat? Uh, because was I it the redistribution? She, she didn't want to run no, against no, no. herself. That no, would have gotten no confusing. Re- redistribution. I think she. Well, uh, the, uh, the original thing that was, you know, like she wanted to take him out because there was the backing of Dutton and yeah. like it's nasty. She's got vendetta. Oh yeah, it's vendetta. Mm. Vendetta. Yeah, which is cool. Um, we is for a vendetta. Uh, it's seven percent. Margin for libs, so you know, not unrealistic when you start looking at some of the other seats that are up for grabs. But mm-hmm. there are nine candidates going for it. Mm-hmm. Get a bit of an idea of what the seat looks like. Voted seventy percent in favour of same-sex marriage. Okay. Um, twenty-seven percent under forty. Not not a great number, but forty-two percent over sixty. You got to think your franking credits will come mm-hmm. in there. So we're definitely yeah. looking of someone that's got to be of that liberal. Ilk, um, you know, twenty two percent rental, twenty percent not engaged. Twenty two percent mental. Rental. Oh, because that would throw a wild card <laughs> in there, wouldn't it? It would. Um, I don't think they actually test. Like, you yeah, can't count so that. This in is in the sentence. It's in the sentence. Are you mental? Totally mental. Um, so this is the um, part of Mornington Peninsula and the Little Islands. Uh, that are off that. So there are apparently Hunt and Bank signs everywhere, according to listener Veronica, who asked us to have a look at this seat. Mm-hmm. Hi, Veronica. Yeah. Um, she said, have a look at Portsea. So I did look at Portsea, and thank you very much, Veronica, for directing me to the worst Electoral Commission website in Australia, being the Victorian Electoral Commission Be site. Cool. Shit site. Absolutely terrible. What's, what's, what's your criteria for election websites? Oh, just ones that don't make it hard for you to find out what the name of the actual – like you can put in a town and it tells you what electorate it's in. Yeah, that seems to be really difficult to do in a lot of it cases. It was really yeah. difficult. Okay. Anyway, yeah. um, so for those Perhaps, inter- eh? those playing at home, it's in the Nepean district. Um, so – in the, in the Victorian election, first uh, Labor actually got 37% of the first preferences in that um, Victorian election. Did they? And Libs got, got 44. And yeah. after the two-party preferred uh, 
process happened, Labor actually won the seat oh, in the Victorian election. Right. So there's a bit of argy-bargy going on there and I think um, Julia Banks can smell a bit of blood in the water with Greg Hunt. And the fact that we haven't seen him at all means he's working pretty hard. No, he's curled, curled up in a ball crying. <laughs> well, we, one, one lives in hope. In his and Veronica said also, you know, what about Dunkley? Because that's next door. Um, that's the one that's got some new boundaries. It's currently oh, held okay, by yep. the Libs. And they are sort of saying by the redistribution and the boundaries and that it, that should l- theoretically be a Labor seat uh, by 1.3%. And that's got eight candidates running in it. I love that there's a lot of candidates in these places 72% same-sex marriage, yes vote, um, only 29% over 60, higher rental, you know, mm, 27%, mm-hmm. um, 22% born overseas. So that's part of the Frankston and part of Morning- the other bit of Mornington Peninsulas. And it used to be a strongly held Liberal seat, but it's looking a bit wobbly now. Ah, well, so, we'll watch more on them we will on watch election more on night. Those. I like the wobblies. Okay, um, pivoting a little bit, one thing I wanted to have a quick conversation about is negative ads. I love I them. seem. Oh, <laughs> God. Speaking not for most of Australia there, <laughs> CJ, but I have, I have, you know, in my ad watching time, which is basically the um, Lego the, Masters, the, the ad breaks on Lego Masters in the catch up app, and so you don't, you don't, th- th- there's not as many ads there. It's just like one ad or two ads, and they're all political ads at the moment. So, so my kids who don't actually encounter a lot of ads because that's just the that's you know because we only watch no, the ABC it, in black and white at my high. It's not actually that. It's just that they watch Netflix and they play video games, yeah, and yeah. and so there's just there's that's because they're well. Yeah. Indeed, yeah. indeed. Uh, so, so they're they're seeing a lot of the. Political Otherwise, they'd ads. find out but, about flavored yogurt. They yeah. have all, indeed. I know. Well, <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> then the gates will open. You can put what in it. <laughs> um, but but uh, all parties have pivoted to negative. Uh, uh, do you think they've pivoted? I think they have. I think they have. I mean, Look, do you th- where do you think the positive? They've accelerated. I think. Oh, I, th- the, the I think. They, proportions they, shifted. Yeah. Pr- yeah. By by that oh, I mean right. not one hundred percent. No, it's not. It's not a black and white thing. I think that the proportions have have definitely shifted from um, more positive ads to much more negative ads now. And, and, and you love them, CJ. Oh well, I I like them because to me they say these are the things that people have said about this person in a focus group. And so this is, we're actually like taking off all the wrapping of all our positives and just showing you the bare guts of where we need to attack someone. I don't mind negative as long as it's not a lie. That's what shits me. The amount of lying drives me crazy. Negative ads are not the full-on lying ads that we've got now. Yeah, and that's the one that bothers me. Go negative, do whatever, tell the truth and say this dude's got a pointy head and three eyes and whatever, great. Would love to see a negative ad like that. If it was true. I'll do you one. So so you'd be okay if it was a negative head and a pointy pointy head? Yeah, and and three eyes, as long as it's not a lie. That's what drives me crazy, the lies. There's just too many lies. There's just... Way too many lies these days, and what, I, I, what I mean rules, that's, that's what I like the negative about because you don't have to be clever and think you know. Oh, I wonder what they're trying to get at here. It's just there, you know. Do you want some? I got a couple of great pamphlets I found. Tell me, it's a Fraser Anning's one. Oh my god! Uh, I don't on. think he has positive ads though. No, but it's just such a great ad. There's a nice picture of a family of clearly a certain um, country ish. If you want a Muslim for a neighbour, oh, yeah. just vote Labor. So that's one of the Australian conservative ads. So at the top you have a large family, of course, to make the point that they are everywhere, and it's a lot of children. And at the bottom you've got some little uh, aspiring, uh, I don't know, what are they called, the blue boys or whatever, holding a flag, and some poor Australian family in the background looking like 
that could be endangered. So that's a shitty ad. Yeah, but uh, isn't that is the ad? Isn't that's the one they pulled that because they use uh, that that that's family, the family actually had lost a child. Oh, is it that one? And, and so they, not pu- good. they pulled that ad. And they and they oh, it's Fraser, Fraser Anning found even uh, Fraser found a Anning limit. found a limit. There you go. You've got some bad ones. There's some, one from the seat of Dixon. Uh, people were getting mailed these things that on the front look like official notices. So one was saying final notice rent increase. And oh, it really? looks like that. Yeah, yeah. And then the back has labor's taxes will force up your rent, et cetera. But they look quite official. Another one is mortgage notice reevaluation. And then on the back, labor's taxes will smash home values. And they quote the uh, the source of record, the Courier Mail. So, so can, those are in Dutton seat. Yeah, those are in Dutton seat. And my favorite probably that I saw was in Cranbourne, Victoria for Susan Jacoby, who is with the Australia First. She demands the deportation of all African gang members and an end to African immigration. She's against big fast trains. What? Yeah, yeah. She opposes all fast train <laughs> racist, projects. Racist and also anti-train. Seriously. Yeah, racism, is this, is I can this stand. the worst candidate ever? You son of a... Whatever. Yeah, so I oppose all uh, fast train projects aimed at Big Victoria. Big Victoria? Which is government code for a mass immigration program. Oh, I see. I so see. Remember how I told you congestion was going to be the thing instead of talking about immigration? I thought you said indigestion. I didn't realise. <laughs> I'll put Australia ahead of foreigners in the rental market. So basically, oh, you weren't born here, fuck off. Uh, legislation to have the right to employ home defence and property licensed firearm owners to use their weapons against violent home invaders. Now, the migrants... Crime of choice. So there's a theme here. See if you can pick it. Oh uh, yeah. She's yeah. against things. I think that's the theme. Mm, mm. So that, that that's possibly my favourite one because she is a real shit stick. She's a, very attractive though, so that's okay. Uh yeah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Look, verdict Look. out on that one. Uh, Sorry. Yeah. Nah. nah. I don't know. Yeah. 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 Nah. There's a lot of nah. that. That just looks like someone's put another face on Miranda Devine. At best. Mm. Yeah. That gets it, nah. So that's just a couple that I, I caught on the toots and thought, hmm, aren't people great? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. no, so those, those aren't good. But if you, okay, just, <laughs> I, I don't know where else to bring this in, but I, I have to introduce it into this uh, particular podcast. Uh, PJK, Paul John Keating, Keating was uh, out, out on the hustings again today or on the radio, having a little chat to John Fain, I think. Chat. And, um, Not a lecture or sermon at all. At all. But he goes... So I joined the Australian Parliament 50 years ago this year. In those 50 years, I've never seen any public figure as mean or mean-spirited as Peter Dutton. Those electors in those, elect, those electors in Dixon have a chance to drive a political stake through his dark political heart, and I hope they do. That is foreplay. That's talk, an interesting Paul. one for Paul Keating to target directly against, obviously a cabinet minister, but not um, not going straight to the whole government or the prime minister, which might be a more no, no, no. He, he was just like this, this smells like this, a genuine loathing. This is a genuine loathing, and that, and so um, good target for D- it. Dutton came back. Uh, I just saw a couple of tweets. Dutton came back. Dutton came back on a couple of tweets uh, or something saying that it was because of um, Paul Keating's policies that, that, his father's, b- that his father's business went bankrupt, uh, went, uh-huh. went bust, and he ha- – he didn't say bankrupt uh, – that his father lost his business and that um, that's what drove him to join the Liberal Party. So – Well, okay, that's a crime. Yeah, so – So Paul Keating drove people to yeah. liberalism. That's not good. Yeah, which is really interesting because I, I, I heard, I've heard a lot lately and, and particularly about when people were talking about the um, the 5% help for first home buyers saying that, um, you know, you've got to remember that these interest rates won't always be at this, this 
level and they can go, you know, people should do budgets based on 7% interest rates. And I thought, well, I can remember when they were 25% mortgage interest rates. Yeah, and that was during, well, it was was Keating and stuff. And it was that when the dollar floated and and all the rest of it. So there are a lot of people who have bad memories of all of those types of things. So, yeah. All right. Probably the final point before we wrap up. Oh, we should. uh, Oh, no, I have to talk about my postals. Oh, okay. Well, well, all right. Well, let's, um, I want to give a quick applause to um, two birthdays. Um, Bill and ScoMo both had birthdays last week. So there yep. you go. Uh, yep. Happy birthday. Oh, and, and ScoMo got a cake on his birthday on Monday. What sort of cake? And uh, do you know, know where was the cake is more importantly. He what? flew from Sydney. Where was the cake? He flew from Sydney. I didn't know that was a parameter. I, I know. This flew from Sydney to WA to the seat of Cowan, had a birthday cake, was on the ground for about an hour and Did a half. Did he want to extend his birthday by going into different time zones? flew into Adelaide. What a waste. I mean, just strategically of how many hours in the day there are to campaign, that is the dumbest use of campaign time. I can, I just can't believe it. Are you it. sure? What did uh, Bill have for his birthday? Did he uh, get a big, nice Lego Technic set? Oh, he was like pretty that? happy, I think, because awesome. it was the, know, it was right. the day of the... You got a big the car with eight <laughs> cylinders and <laughs> tiny bucket seats. I love that one. He, he was pretty happy because it was the Liberal launch and he, they had a rally at the same time. It seemed, ah, cool. to, seemed to go quite well. All right, uh, something about Morrison and Gay and Hell. Rod? Yeah, I do enjoy this. <laughs> yes. uh, so in 2018, Morrison uh, climbed in on old Israel Folau's first shall we call it, religiously oriented faux pas in, on social media, applauding for our strong character for making unrepentant uh, gay people, saying unrepentant gay people should go to hell. No, will go to hell. So Morrison applauded this? In 2018, oh. April. Right. Uh, he's now gone on to claim he supports same-sex marriage because it's the law and get on with your lives. So he supports it, but... Um, no, 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 he said he supports the law. He support Exactly. And then he was asked um, if he still opposed... Uh, when he was asked if he still opposed, he said, no, it's the law. I'm glad that the change has now made... Um, has been made and we can... We and people can get on with their lives. That's what I'm happy about. I always support the law of the country. But when he was asked if he believes that gay people go to hell, all he did was repeat that he supports the law. So he will not be called out on whether he thinks gay people will go to hell. So you're, you're saying uh, the implication is he does think that in, his, sure. in his heart of hearts? Of course he does. Not well, that deep. Well, this morning he started trying to step back from that because yeah. someone asked Bill Shorten what his thoughts were. Yes, I have those here. Mm. Shorten, so Shorten hedges his bets, as they say. He was uneasy about the prospect of Falau suffering unemployment uh, employment penalties for expressing his beliefs. Mm. But he did say the words had a negative impact on people. Quote, Bill, I don't think if you're gay you're going to hell. I don't even know if hell actually exists but I don't think if he if it does that being gay is what sends you there. So that's a definitive I don't think they go to hell. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's still kind of wishy-washy, but I suppose some Labor people or Labor possible voters I have the religions. I don't know if trying to goad him to talk about his religion. I don't. Of course it was. <laughs> I think it was. I think it might have been. No, I think it was. Yeah. God, you're not very good at this. But, he should, but oh, I just thought it was a bit, you know. Just it's just dickish, but of course dickish. they're going to be dickish. Yeah. Well, there are, they, they are getting, you know, it's dickish in desperate times because there's a lot going on. There's well, hell- think of the poor Murdoch media who are trying to find ways to make Bill look as crappy as possible. And if he doesn't give them the opportunities, that's very unfair it's of very him. It's very unfair. He so they have to work right much harder for their salary this week. So I'll just give you a qu- just a quick one. I had a, I finally worked out how to read the damn um, spreadsheet from the AEC on the postal voting, and there's Are you been sure? yeah I think I did. I did. I got a couple of numbers that added Fired up. up the this Excel. could be psychosis speaking, but let's find out. <laughs> um, one. 
6.4 million postal votes apparently been sent out. There, apparently there's some people that can vote online, so that's all been put in place and 45% that's the of Russians. it was those. That was the Russians who were voting, but <laughs> Russians and Chinese. Yep. Um, and then 29% general. Now, there's something that... Uh, political parties do which is they run a postal voting campaign and you send direct mail to the elector saying if you are unable to vote on the day um, we can send you we'll do it for you we'll, we'll send you the papers now they don't actually send the papers but people write back and say yes please I would like the papers and then the party passes that on to the AEC and the AEC takes over Jesus there's a lot of letters in this process yeah. there are a lot of letters in this process but there's a hell of a lot of data mined at the same time <laughs> and so that's what's in it for the political political parties to do it. It's expensive yeah. um, and you've got to pick your moments of, of where yeah. you're going to do it or not. The Libs are running, from what I can tell, from the amount of uh, postal votes that applications that have been sent out to people are running a hell of a campaign in Victoria. No. <laughs> yeah, a bit, like a biggie. Coincidence, right? Yeah. So these um, over – of those seats – where more than 15,000 postal votes have been sent out, mm. uh, all but one is a Liberal seat, and the one that isn't is Port Melbourne. So I think that's because the ALP are really were trying to defend that, um, or McNamara as it was, uh, Melbourne Ports, um, hang on to that one from the Greens because it's very expensive, so they figure the Greens won't do it, right. which is kind of smart. Um, then you've got Wright up in uh, Queensland, uh, That's and then Boothby and Sturt in South Australia. Australia are both um, lib seats as well. So I think that's quite interesting. And we were talking about Higgins before and about, uh, the yeah, the libs have got a huge uh, postal voting campaign obviously going there and are very uh, high, higher than I would have thought they is, needed is, to run in Goldstein. Is, um, we know that the pre-poll vote is fast and up. Uh, is the postal vote up? Do we have any data on that? Or I haven't not? looked at it. Postal votes, uh, key, well, one of the key things, uh, not counted on the night, whereas the pre-polls yeah. are counted on the night. And so. you get 13 days after the election, which I think is far too long and a, and a sad indictment on Australian Post to um, get all those I postal votes I will not either. hear any indictments on Australian Post. Well, I'm Goodness. saying the AEC just is did, the one did. throwing shade. Oh, the, okay. well, if you, they're given 13 You're just days. accurately reporting shade thrown. Shade okay. thrown. All mm. right. Well, listener, I said before it's four sleeps to go. We'll be back one more time. One more time. One more Unless time. something spectacular Before the happens. election. And then I reckon I'm, I'm going to do a special Senate wrap-up one afterwards oh anyway. Oh, my goodness. You want to do a hungover version? I'm going to do a hungover. No, not till Tuesday. Well, uh, okay, we'll this has Tuesday. been G'day Sausages for another three-and-a-half-day period. I've been Will Grant. I've been CJ Josh. I'm at Roddle. I will not be lectured about sexism and misogyny by this man. I will not. It's all about me and him. No Prime Minister, it's about the Australian people.